0: My name is Vivian Knabel. I've always been a seeker and a searcher. I'm passionate about studying the works of great poets and philosophers. They have helped me make sense of the world and their wisdom allows me to cope in flexible ways with the challenges that life throws my way. I have overcome many hurdles and achieved the peacefulness of a truly loved and appreciated life. Welcome to lessons learned in life and love. Welcome to my podcast, Lessons Learned About Life and Love. We hope to inspire our listeners with life lessons through positivity, hope, faith, and the philosophies of great minds. On this show, we open our minds in a way that brings us together. I'm joined by my co-hosts and filmmakers, Larry Sands and Eric Haslow. Welcome, Larry and Eric.
1: How's it going, everybody? Hi, Vivian, how are you?
0: All good. Very good. Always good here. You know, our guest today is Leah Rachel. She's the author of the book Seeking Forgiveness. Leah is a professor at the University of Missouri in St. Louis. She's a white mother who adopted an African-American child. To provide our listeners with better understanding of what it is like to raise an interracial family, as well as the difficulties and discrimination that may accompany it. Leah wants to help us shed light on, in, on interracial adoption. Welcome to our show, Leah.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here.
0: Yes, you know, Leah, people of color in this country have endured centuries of historic trauma. Hopefully awareness and acceptance will shatter stigmas. Why did you choose to adopt an interracial child?
2: Well, what happened was my husband and I decided to um, participate in the foster system. Um, And uh, initially when you sign up for the foster system you don't know if you're gonna be able to adopt or not. Um, The goal is reunification with family as it should be. Um, Mm -hmm. And if that's not possible then adoption becomes a possibility. And so um, that ended up happening with us. We ended up adopting uh, our first foster placement and um, he happened to be an African-American boy. So it wasn't a choice. Like I was out looking uh, to, to adopt an African-American child. Um, you know, I going see. in the foster system, there are, there are many. Um, because of uh, history and systemic racism and many reasons, You know, there are a lot of children in the foster system that are African-American. Um, but it just happened that that was our placement and that's who we adopted.
0: Yeah yeah that's how it happened. and and please share with us the joys and also the difficulties you know of discrimination that come with it, you know that comes with it. yeah,
2: so yeah, I like how you put that in that there are a lot of joys too. so you know adoption in general, motherhood in general. I think anybody you know interested in family relationships and motherhood and parenting will enjoy this book um because there is a lot about love and the bonds that families have. but at the same time, you know, I think um being an interracial family has its own complexities. And it is something that I will freely admit myself as as a white woman didn't fully appreciate uh, before I became a part of an interracial family. I can tell you a story of one example, and this um, is in the book as well, but when my son turned five and it was time to take him to the dentist for the first time, I made an appointment. I found a pediatric dentist, I made an appointment. We showed up, we walk in, And the receptionist behind the partition, she sort of opened the glass, looked at us funny, closed it, went away, came back a few minutes later and said to me, I need your papers. And I said, "I mean my insurance cards? And I gave her the insurance cards. And she pushed them back, said, no, 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 I need your papers. And I said, I'm sorry, I genuinely don't understand what you're asking. And she said, I need to see um, uh, papers from his mother or guardian before we can treat the boy and i was shocked because who brings adoption papers to a dentist appointment Right. I, I, you know who even asked you, you know the yeah. only reason she was asking this was because we were interracial she would not be asking this if we were both white or both black right right so we had to leave and and you know what ha- ends up happening is in the car i'm buckling my son in and then i get in the in the front seat and i turn around to back out of the parking spot and i lock eyes with my son and he says to me mom did we have to leave because I'm black? Mm. And I said to him, no, we did not. We had to leave because mommy's white. And the point is I've been working very much to try to make sure my son doesn't blame himself for these kinds of incidents that actually occur with just depressing frequency.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, I, oh, I can see that. But you know, he knows he stands out you know um, uh, and uh, he picks up on that. Yeah. You know, so so it, I think what you did is a beautiful thing. We need to really to educate people around race adoption and tolerance, you know? What do you do in the way of connection to his culture and celebrating his traditions? That's-
2: Yeah, so, you know, um, uh, bring it up all the time and we try to integrate foods, books, I have many, you know, when he was younger, I made sure to have as many books um, about interracial families and um, by African-American authors for him to read and and look through, Um, and uh, he he, uh, does have some more distant relatives, we make sure we visit, and, um, you know, the idea basically being you try to integrate everybody's culture as much as possible. Um, there's a few right. more stories like that in the book, but it is something if yeah. you are going to be a family that adopts interracially, whether, you know, you're white and they're black or you're white and they're maybe Asian or some other culture. As an adoptive parent, you should make an effort to integrate the other culture. Yeah, But
0: well, you know? yeah, it's Talk a beautiful that. thing to for him to learn about. And this is how he learns to respect diversity, you yeah. know yeah this is a this is a, b- a beautiful thing but you know it, to me race does not matter and i mean this in the best possible way because i see only the unfolding of god in all life you know but culture and race does matter you yeah. know it 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 does matter especially to children who already have lost so much
2: yeah yeah when and you think of you know, that. another thing that surprised me is how early you know i think a lot of people Um, you know, myself included, aren't entirely sure, like, when do children become cognizant of race? Um, And it's obviously not the day they're born, uh, but pretty early on, you know, when when he was like two, we already were having incidents occur and discussions happen. So, you know, race is something that all parents should be educating their children about as early as possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, And do you do anything for role models, you know, uh, positive images for him?
2: Yeah. That for is sure. very
0: important too, isn't it?
2: Oh, very important. So, you know, I will say that I, I um, so he had his preschool and we went to a, a good interracial preschool. There are lots of different families. And in that preschool, I had a group um, of, there were five black boys. There were our black boy reading group. Um, and those parents, we all would get together, um, for barbecues and whatnot. And what was especially good about that is he had, he saw a lot of, older African-American men for him to identify with and, and talk with. Um, and so, I, you know, I have a lot of female friends, a lot of female Black friends, but I do have to say it's a little harder. I have much less female male friends. And it's something I'm always paying attention to because I really want him um, to have people to identify with and talk to um, right. about things maybe he's not comfortable talking with me about. So um, it, it is important. And it is something as okay. well I have to make an effort at.
0: Um, you totally understand, though. You're doing all the right things, Leah. This is wonderful. And also we have so many, he has so many beautiful role models in, in the leaders of our country, like Barack Obama and, and Martin Luther King. You know, wow. there's so many great men. And uh, this is to focus on the positive. It's It's great. You know, yeah. it only makes him more resilient and a better yeah. person it is really, a, but what is the special bond that parents have with an interracial child, adopted child? What well, is that special bond?
2: Well, I will say, um, you know, so I, I feel like the book apply, you know, would be interesting for anybody interested in families, but also, you know, there are a lot of issues on their own adoption in general, let alone, you know, interracial adoption. And one thing I think, you know, that's sort of neat about um, adoption and the special bond that adopted parents has is that the child knows for the uh, adoptive family, at least, they were chosen. They were meant to be, you know, purposely brought into the family. It's Like I have a very good friend who, about two weeks ago, you know, in her 40s, found out from her mother that she was a mistake. And had abortion, you know, uh, been legal, she would have maybe been aborted. And she's been very upset about this. Um, I think, you know, she's working it out, whatever. But one nice thing about um, adoptive parents and their child is from the get go, you know, they know that they were chosen and wanted very much. Um, and yes. that is something that, you know, we talk about um, and uh, it's a special bond, I think, that adoption Yes. Yes, And you know
0: what, what I love that you also tell him that uh, he is loved by many, you know, yes. that is what you tell him. I think that is a beautiful thing. And I also uh, admire that you tell him that he is loved by his mother. This, uh, birth mother because look at that young uh, uh, girl who had him so early she was in desperate and uh, didn't yes. uh, didn't know what to do but she loved him none the nonetheless and yes. you uh, you tell him that and I think that yes. is so I, important. I do
2: tell him I do tell him how she would kiss him all over his face um, oh. and yes. clearly you oh, know sweet. loved him a lot and um, Yes, he has the good fortune of having been loved by, by many, many people.
0: And that is the biggest deal because love is the greatest power we can aspire to, you know, okay. but uh, tell me, Leah, what can you suggest that society can do to help address the root of the problem you are trying to solve?
2: So I'm just shining a light on this one, you know, aspect of race and inter- interracial, you know, families. Um, you know, I, I do think there's a few things that people in general can do. You know, one is educate themselves, you know, read books like this, read other books, become aware. Um, and the other, um, you know, I, I am non-judgmental on however people want to start families, whether it's adoption or not adoption or, you know, natural births or whatever. But I will say that there really are a lot of children in the foster system that could use to be adopted. And I would encourage people if they're thinking about it um, at all to look into it. And you know, that could help solve, you know, one of the problems of children waiting to be adopted in their foster system. And, um, you know, it can be a very rewarding, joyful experience. Oh, really
0: I'm right. sure. I'm sure. You know, being exposed to interact with people of different ethnicity will expand your child's worldview and will prepare him to thrive in ethnically diverse setting. You know, he comes out ahead, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. he comes out ahead. But uh, I just uh, want to say that uh, adopting your interracial child, you practice responsibleness. You know, that is forgetting about yourself and dedicating yourself to caring for another human being by appreciating his uniqueness, by loving him. You know, you actually self-actualized yourself that way. This is a beautiful, beautiful thing uh, uh, to share our love like this.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I will say that, you know, many people assume my husband and I adopted due to infertility reasons, but that's actually not true. It wasn't about infertility. We were actually a little bit we've been married a few years and we were trying to decide whether to have children or not. And we were kind of on the fence about it. And then I somebody brought to my attention children waiting in the foster system and it was like a light went on. I was like, "Oh my god, if if starting a family can be not just about like me and my wanting to be a mother and like my family" but also very much centered on the child. Then I was on board and my husband was on board and like that, we went from uncertain if we wanted to have children to we want to do this thing. So um, it is important to center on the child, I think. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. You, you put someone else before you, you know, that is so important. Um, No, I really think uh, you did a beautiful thing there and uh, it's um, It's it is a big deal. It's a lot to be to think about, but uh, but my view is uh, we need to you know we let's face it we're all connected. You know we breathe the same air. We walk the same ground. We are our environment, and our environment is us. You know when you think about that, that, and uh, we need to if we replace the pronoun them. For the pronoun "us," this is how we practice empathy, don't you think?
2: I think empathy is extremely important. Like, so I, I very much agree with that, and and uh, yeah, and I do feel like you know, even particular books like this one about a certain experience. The point is that they they can resonate with everybody. You know, everybody can identify with family issues and love and trying to understand other people and. Um, so uh, yes, I agree. We are we are all connected, and if there was just a little bit more empathy in the world, so Absolutely. many things would be much
0: better. Yes, you know I've gone through many trials and tribulations at a very hard beginning, but my mother instilled love and empathy in us, and those are very important values, you know. And uh, also, I practice unconditional love, which sees beyond the difference of all things you know that uh, and and love really
2: transcends
0: skin color and cultural differences
2: yeah yeah yeah. we're similar i mean you know this is not my first book i've published books before um i i published one that was about um it's called the other shakespeare it was about what if shakespeare hadn't born a woman and so it was set in the 1500s and it i'll tell you it doesn't end very well women didn't have any rights in the 1500s yeah yeah But the good thing about this book is this book ends much more, hopefully, on a much brighter note. Um, And because the key in the book is sort of what you were just saying that, you know, the mother-son bond and the love a mother has for her child can really help overcome many of life's difficulties. So while things are going to be difficult and depressing sometimes. If you've got that strong, you know, love in your family, it can really help overcome these things.
0: It builds stability, Leah. It builds stability, absolutely. But, uh, you know, your child is allowed to grow up in a wonderful, diverse home. That's a a beautiful thing. And he grows up with open-minded parents. And uh, acceptance with race comes hand in hand with the cultural understanding. You know, that is uh, is what it is. But... uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, Larry, have you, have you any anything to add here and Eric to this uh, um, wonderful gonna, thing that
1: I was going to say Larry um, is having a bad internet connection so he won't be oh. coming back on <laughs> oh, and I just you. want to again commend you um, Lee for doing this um, I really hope we get to the point one day when we don't have to say Uh, you adopted a child of color, and that's like, oh, wow, you know, it's no matter what, he's your son, you know, I don't know his name, but yeah, I don't, I hate when people think, oh, you're adopted Black child, you know, if if I had a child who was of another race, and someone said, oh, you're adopted Black daughter, Mm -hmm. I'd probably punch that person in the face, that's just, I probably would too, yeah,
2: you know, I know to... I, there was a scene in an early draft of the book. I ended up cutting it. But where something like that happened and my husband punched the person in the face. <laughs> I yeah, cut that okay. scene. But...
0: Yeah. yeah. I good.
1: really hope we can get to a point in our world where we're post-race. Because yeah. everything is always race, race, race. When ultimately we're all human. You know, we all yes. bleed the same. We all hurt. And want the same, but that's where we are right now. And it's we still, have to
0: get I, past it and educate people, don't we, uh, 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 Eric? That's that's the thing. It's it's really ignorance. It's really yes, ignorance. It really just is. open your heart and realize. I think the first thing is really realize that we're all connected and let us replace that pronoun them for the pronoun us. We are one. You know we are one, and uh, that's why also my social me- message here is uh, uh, let America reunite because when we are in unity there comes strength. You know, and every child deserves love. You know, every child deserves love, uh, and uh, you are giving uh, him uh, your son so much, um, uh, uh, such a good future, and. Uh, and, uh, and raise them to be open-minded you know and there's well, nothing worse than being so closed minded
2: yeah well I, I hope I mean I've come to find that the hardest thing about motherhood is never really knowing if you're doing it right you know when, when you're making mistakes and because I'm sure I'm making mistakes as well but I am trying and, and yeah in terms of your larger message about empathy and love I mean thank you for doing the podcast because that you know helps helps too I mean we're all we all do our bit to sort of, um, unite
0: people, but that can help. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Leah, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. <clears throat> you are very valuable. We love you for what you do. We love the love in your heart and, uh, your openness and, uh, giving back is a beautiful thing and you will be greatly rewarded by the love of your son.
2: Well, thank
0: you. Thank you for everything. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about
1: the book today. Thank you for
0: coming. Do you want to take us out, uh,
1: Eric? Yes. So, Lee, thank you again for coming on the show. There will be a link to purchase the book in the description of this video. Uh And everyone, let's, you know, take what we heard today, what Vivian said. Let's replace them with us. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you. And be excellent
0: to one another. Your beautiful message.